2: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
5: Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Really appreciate you joining us. A lot to get to today. The fighting in Ukraine intensifies. There are more Russian strikes on Kiev, the capital city. Looks like Putin is going to be going forward here in the days ahead, trying to seize the capital. Also reporting on whether Ukraine will be willing to give a guarantee of not joining NATO. That was just breaking before, uh, while the Russian attacks are intensifying on Ukrainian cities. You've got inflation and gas prices now turning into just a political football increasingly in this country. The Democrats, the left, doing everything that they can to make it seem like it. It's Trump's fault, or Biden's doing everything he can to fix it, or there's nothing he can do to fix it, or they can't figure out what the proper talking points are, so they're trying everything to see what they can come up with, uh, and also on some COVID matters, specifically after the Kyrie Irving uh, sitting in the sh- uh, sitting in the stands moment uh, with the New York Nets playing the New York Knicks, people are recognizing suddenly in the Democrat media that there are some policies that linger from covid that are really dumb and, in fact, have always been really stupid. But that's the part of it that we have to push on. They act like it just became dumb recently when that's clearly not the case. Uh, we've also got some fantastic guests joining our friend, Jesse Kelly, radio host, uh, former Marine. He'll be with us in the third hour of the program. We've got uh, Gordon Chang to talk about how China is reacting to the U.S. I'm sorry, to the uh Ukrainian fight against Russia and also a psychologist, Mark McDonald, on how America fell victim to mass delusional psychosis, something I've been talking about for a long time in the era of covid. But, Clay, let's start with just how uh, serious the situation is right now, how high the stakes are. Joe Biden's been president for a year. It seems like everything is going against him. If the Democrats had compelling arguments in favor of any of any move Biden has made, I I would think we would be compelled to tell the audience this is what they are saying, folks, just so you know. What they're saying right now is essentially blather, contradictory or absurd. And in the background of all this, you even have the U.N. Secretary General uh, Antonio Guterres warning that The prospect of nuclear conflict is back in a serious way on the world stage.
4: Further escalation of the war,
5: whether by accident or design, threatens all of humanity. Raising the alert of Russian nuclear forces is a bone-chilling development. The prospect of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. The security and safety of nuclear facilities must also be preserved. It's time to stop the order unleashed on the people of Ukraine and get on the path of diplomacy and peace. The path of diplomacy and peace, Clay. What should the U.S. role, you think, at this stage be? We have voices still for either a no-fly zone, a limited no-fly zone, a humanitarian airlift that would bring U.S. planes into Ukrainian airspace, perhaps. What should we do? we got
2: to figure out what a negotiated settlement is going to look like. And I think the United States should be leading the charge for a negotiated settlement. The, the concern that we've talked about on this show quite a lot is when things are not going well for Vladimir Putin and they aren't, then you get concerned that this is a guy who is going to act irrationally in order to try to make up for the fact that he has not been able to demonstrate his military superiority like he was told he would be able to and then on the international stage, he's embarrassed. We're talking about a five foot seven former KGB agent who is approaching seventy years old and sees probably as his legacy restoring Russia to a dominant position on the world stage. And with this invasion of Ukraine, instead of that occurring, he's been embarrassed. He has been labeled as uh, the uh, the evil uh, dictator who is attempting to uh, to overrule democracy. His economy is in shambles. His global standing is uh, is been torn asunder. And so, to me, you have to find a way where he can claim victory for his own people, even though it is not in the best interest of the world. And to me, we talked about this, Buck, and I think your uh, analysis of where we're likely to end up Give him a part of the eastern region of Ukraine, which has longstanding connections to Russia. Allow him to claim victory. Simultaneously, allow Zelensky to claim victory on behalf of all the brave Ukrainians who have stood up and fought. Allow him certainly to remain the leader of Ukraine. And try in some way, and I don't know how you do this because this is the biggest challenge associated with this buck try in some way to ensure that this situation is settled once and for all. And the problem is you can't trust anything that Vladimir Putin says, right? So what's to stop him from deciding to invade again to try to take more of the Ukrainian territory in the years ahead? I don't know how you fix this. This feels a bit feels a bit like what happened with Saddam Hussein in uh, the first Gulf War where – we And that's different because we're going to end up, I think, with Russia taking more territory. But the, the, the problem is you're still going to have Putin in power. And so I don't know whatever solution, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, we reach here feels like not a very reliable one in the long run. Because in the same way that Hussein remained in control of Iraq and was still a thorn in the side of the United States and everybody in the Middle East, Same thing's going to happen with Vladimir Putin, right? But I think that's probably the best case scenario you could get is to give him a little bit of eastern Ukraine, allow this thing to end, and then the question becomes, we talked about this yesterday, Buck, how do you reintegrate Russia into the larger global world order given how quickly they've been ostracized? We don't have any precedent for a situation such as this.
5: I think you're right that this is going to end up a – Unfortunately, I think it, it could turn into turn out to be a long-term phased consumption, if you will, a a, a seizing of of Ukraine piecemeal, which already has occurred with Crimea and and uh, officially with Crimea and then the Donbass region stretching back now for years. I think the Dnieper River becomes the dividing line and then the question is does Kiev you would I would think unless, uh, one of the Western cities all of a sudden became the new de facto capital, Kyiv would probably stay in the hands of the Ukrainian state. But the, the faster we can get to a negotiated settlement, uh, the better. Because here's the other part of this. Right now, Russia is on full-scale offensive, right? Russia is going after the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians are trying to defend their cities and towns. And, yes, they are resisting heroically. It seems that they have uh, outpaced All the analysis of how hard they'd be willing to fight up to this point. That's all true. But Russia has already established full control over some parts of Ukraine. And to get them to relinquish that would mean that Ukraine would have to go on offense against Russian positions where they are dug in, which is very, very unlikely. So this is why you're going to I don't think the Ukrainian government could do it, quite honestly. I don't think that's possible. If it was possible, they would have kicked out the Russian backed separatist in Donbass who have been fighting for the last seven or so years. So so fighting Russia to a stalemate is, I think, the closest thing you get to Ukrainian victory where the Russians decide, all right, we've we've gone enough. We've done enough. What are we going to do here? What's the negotiation look like? Uh, The idea of Ukraine expelling the Russian invader entirely from Ukrainian soil. I just don't think that's realistic. I'm not there. I'm not on the ground, but we're obviously reading about this all day long. And trying to follow this as closely as possible, which then brings us to the U.S. component of this. For everyone listening, what what are what are we going to do? What should we do? I think that people are recognizing um, that a no-fly zone, finally understanding a no-fly zone, is a military action. That a no-fly zone is not. Hey, we're going to do this thing, and it doesn't cause escalation. Um, it's very likely that it would cause immediate escalation from the Russian side of things. And that's why you're hearing, for example, Lindsey Graham now moving the line a little bit here to a no-fly zone if uh, if chemical weapons are in fact used.
2: I do not want any American boots on the ground in the Ukraine. I don't want a no-fly zone. But if there's the use of chemical weapons by Putin against the Ukrainian people, I would support a no-fly zone because that would be uh, breaking every... Uh, war crime rule in the book and the ban on chemical weapons would be nothing if we didn't act with a no-fly zone but right now no boots on the ground no fly zone
5: okay no boots on the ground no one is saying we should have boots on the ground and i think also everyone's recognized that the russians can hit people anywhere anytime inside of ukraine so it's an incredibly dangerous war zone uh to be in and beyond that i think this is lindsey graham moving away slowly from um, and there'll be others too who say okay only a no-fly zone if, instead of a no-fly zone, should happen now because of the recognition that, one, we want to get to a settlement here. I don't think a no-fly zone gets us to a settlement faster. I think it gets to escalation faster. And and two, in the background of all of this is they tell us that Putin is crazy. Putin has this aggressive invasion that he has called for of Ukraine. They're killing civilians. They're leveling hospitals. That It's a mess. What makes people think that Putin wouldn't go further? I mean I think I think these are the calculations that have to be made right now and America is obviously involved in so far as we're debating every day what we're going to do.
2: I think also what is acceptable. What is acceptable for Ukraine? What is acceptable for Russia because that's how this negotiation ultimately plays out. And I was reading last night that there seems to be fairly significant conversations that are taking place right now. Certainly this has gone in a way that did not Uh, It was not anticipated by Vladimir Putin, but we're going to end up in an era, whether people like it or not, where Putin at the end of this claims victory inside of Russia with a media that he mostly controls. And the rest of the world, I believe, says Ukraine won. That's that's the likely outcome in terms of what this looks like. But the question is, how quickly can we get to that settlement? How many lives can be saved? and how stable is whatever negotiated settlement that we actually reach, given that we can't really trust Vladimir Putin, to me, to accede to whatever those uh, that negotiated settlement is for any time in the future. Because if we're unwilling to actually hold him accountable, which I think we are, right, we don't want to start a war with Russia, how do we stop him from invading and deciding after a year or two that he's no longer happy with the situation that is at hand in Ukraine and also by the way like the, this whole this whole process um how again i come back to the big question is what happens to russia going forward how do we go back to you know it's, it sounds like a small thing but how do we go back to reintegrating russia into the global marketplace and to what extent is that possible
5: there's also a global realignment that is underway right now of Russia and China. We'll talk more about the China angle to all of this and what's their relationship like going forward with Russia. What have they done so far? You know, we have our State Department making uh comments about how, well, if China were to do anything to help Russia, we would, oh, really? We're going to take on punishing China too right now? So what's happening there? And also, Clay, Saudi Arabia, considering Wall Street Journal reporting on this just a few minutes ago, considering accepting the yuan instead of, dollars for oil purchases people have been talking about the end of america as the global reserve currency for a long time as the big signpost of the end of american empire this is this is when you start to see a major shift in the global order that we have here if we don't if we're not the reserve currency we are not the america economically that we thought we were And we also need to talk about what's going on with
2: oil prices and how there is an overwhelming connection now. Once more, you mentioned China and the one. What's going on with COVID in China where COVID zero is falling, it appears, apart rapidly for them as a part of the Omicron surge and how that's impacting the overall global economy two years after the debut uh, in the American shores or the arrival, I should say, on American shores of covid and, uh, you know, our 15 days to slow the
5: spread air. So you probably don't realize this. You got to change your towels after about a year or two. They get musty. They get they get torn up. They don't have the same softness. So now's a great time to upgrade your towels with Mike Lindell. You know, the inventor of my pillow. These amazing towel sets you can get right now, a six piece set They've got USA cotton. It is extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. For a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99 with promo code CLAYANDBUCK. and Buck. Log on to mypillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials, and use promo code Clay and Buck. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Get yourself some new towels. Honestly, it's such a great treat, and you use them all the time. These are better than the towels you've got. You should hook yourself up right now. With our promo code, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Remember to use code CLAYANDBUCK when you go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com, or call 800-792-3269, 800-792-3269.
0: Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films, and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Good news out there, not caused by the Biden administration, the price of oil down a barrel of uh, oil down seven percent today down to ninety six dollars it got over a hundred and thirty dollars as recently as last week now some of you may be noticing gas prices are actually coming down believe it or not after skyrocketing quickly i was paying attention today as i was driving in florida on my way to the studio here in panama city beach the prices were down today compared to what the prices were yesterday. This is, again, just on the Gulf Coast on Florida, and probably down here on the Gulf Coast, things move faster because of the proximity of uh, many of these gas stations, obviously, to uh, to to the place where much of the oil and gas is coming from in the Gulf Coast. Uh, but what was interesting about this, Buck, is it's not based on anything that the Biden administration is doing. What is going on in China, I think, if anything, is actually being undercovered, which is the Omicron virus, Remember, China is basically the only country in the world that is still trying to follow this zero COVID policy. And effectively, that means anytime there's a COVID case, they're locking down. China is now locking down, approaching a 100 million people. So, I mean, a monstrous number of people. That's like California, Texas, and Florida, basically, all combined. If they were being locked down, effectively, that's the number of people in China now that are being locked down because they can't stop the spread of omicron they now have a higher rate of omicron than they have almost ever uh, according to official government numbers which obviously you can't trust in china the result is the demand for oil and gas in china is projected to decline thanks to these lockdowns and so maybe even though we've got the ukraine situation going on the issue in china is going to bring down the prices of gas in the United States. And I don't think enough people are talking about it. Again, nothing the Biden administration is doing, but this is a significant global story that may have significant impact on inflation because they're starting to have to lock down different factories where American products are produced, Buck.
5: And with all this going on, Democrats are trying everything they can to convince you that, it's not Biden's fault. It's so, It's always something other than the decision-making of the Democrat Party. That is what we see as the constant through all of it. We'll get into some more of that on inflation, gas, and also talk about the crime situation in the country coming up here. A big anniversary shout-out to our friends at X-Chair. This is the week they're celebrating their company anniversary. X-Chair is the world's most comfortable office chair. Clay's had his X-Chair for a while. I just got mine, and it is amazing. I love my X-Chair. Can your current office chair give you a massage while you're working? X chair can. Can your current office chair heat up or cool down? Well, the X chair can. Once you feel the customized support of X chair's patented Dynamic Variable Lumbar or DVL, you'll never be happy in another chair again. High performance, quality engineering, extreme comfort. You need an X chair. This week only, they're holding their special anniversary sale. Go to X now. That's the letter X chairclayandbuck.com or call 8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8- 4 X Chair for special anniversary sale pricing. X Chair has a thirty day guarantee of complete comfort. Go to xchairclayandbuck.com. Justin and all of our friends of our of Ukraine, all friends of the truth, please understand how important it is for us to close our airspace from
4: Russian missiles and Russian aircrafts. I hope you can understand. I hope you can increase your efforts, you can increase
5: sanctions, so they they will not have a single dollar to
1: fund their war effort.
5: That was Zelensky speaking to uh, Canada's parliament, and he will be speaking, that was obviously through a translator, he'll be speaking to the United States Congress tomorrow morning, and he's calling for a no-fly zone. You'll notice also, not only the no-fly zone to prevent Russian planes, but to stop Russian missiles. The idea being that if we have planes in the sky, Russia won't fire missiles and risk hitting American jets. That is quite a gamble if that decision were to be taken by the United States government. Look, these are very complicated and very serious uh, issues and questions, and we'll continue to try to be as, as uh, fair-minded, honest, and, where necessary, nuanced about this as we can. One place you're not seeing any nuance, though, or you're not seeing any intellectual honesty, a better way, I think, to put it, is in the Democrat-aligned media. There are enemies that they have chosen, domestic enemies, suddenly. Oh, and the Democrat Party as a whole. I mean, Democrat officials, people who are elected and are supposed to be, in this moment in time, beyond Petty partisanship. We'd like to think so. Here is Claire McCaskill, for example, who really echoing Clay in a sense some of the insane comments made uh, on the View television show yesterday. Which people could say, Buck, why why do you and Clay talk about that stuff? Because they have millions of people who watch them, and if they're allowed to say these things without us pointing out how idiotic and unfair and ridiculous it is. More people are likely to believe it. So, at least we have to give the other point of view or the reality point of view. Here is Claire McCaskill, though, saying that Fox News' Tucker Carlson, our friend, was, is really, really close to treason.
4: I think he also needs to warn America about allowing Putin to use them for his propaganda. And I particularly hope he mentions the false flag about biological weapons in Ukraine so that all the Republicans hear that Tucker Carlson and others are really, uh, really close to treason in terms of what they're saying and parroting uh, what is Putin's dream, that he could have American media spreading his propaganda in the middle of his murderous assault on innocent children and civilians in Ukraine.
2: So I, re- just, I mean, it's, cr- it's crazy, Buck. Like, let's be honest. In the marketplace of ideas, sometimes there are going to be people that say things that you disagree with. And you don't, I don't even know that you need to focus right now on what's going on between Ukraine and Russia or what Tucker Carlson says. And by the way, this is something that seems to bubble up, Buck, every what, few months, it feels like Joe Rogan was in the crosshairs. Oh, we've got to cancel Joe Rogan. This is unacceptable what he's saying on his podcast. There's a big difference between I disagree with you, but, which is what the marketplace of ideas is based on, which is what we try to do on this show, we call out people who make what we believe to be bad arguments, but we're not saying, hey, the government should investigate them. The government should arrest them. They shouldn't be allowed to have that opinion. And that, to me, is the difference between the marketplace of ideas and cancel culture. And what regularly happens with Tucker Carlson is he finds himself in the crosshairs of an organized campaign that is designed to disallow him to say the things that he's saying on his show. It's part of the larger attack on Fox News, because frankly, if Fox News didn't exist, there would be no, and I mean this honestly, no viable counter uh, arguments against CNN and MSNBC and they are trying to shut down Fox News on a regular basis. The irony here is, and this is what I talk about with our show, too, because I think we're speaking to a lot of these people. You know, Buck, more Democrats watch Tucker Carlson's show than watch, oftentimes, 25 to 54, according to recent data, than watch MSNBC or CNN. So there's this idea that Tucker, and also, I think, frankly, this show, represents some far-right-wing, fringe element of the country, when the reality is... Much of the audience that is listening to us right now is not necessarily traditionally Republican voters alone. There's lots of independents. There's lots of Democrats, which reflects how far left wing the uh, loony bin version of the Democratic Party has been. And they're the ones that are saying Tucker needs to be shut down.
5: And it's all over the place. It's in the media. It's from members of Congress. It's U.S. senators. Here's Dick Durbin again calling out Tucker Carlson for, well, you know what?
0: I had to hesitate for a moment and say, when I hear apologists for Putin in America, I wonder who they are and what they're made of. Tucker Carlson is one that even the Russians are recommending that their friends in the media listen to, making excuses on Fox
1: for Vladimir Putin. There are no excuses, none acceptable on the subject. Mr. Carlson should be ashamed of himself.
5: Let me just say, first off, uh, it's always a tell. When people make claims about what you said without saying what you said, right? right? Oh, he's true. What 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 apologies has Tucker made for? And people know, but Tucker's a friend of yours, a friend of mine. Well, what apologies has Tucker made for Putin? None. But they'll just say things like he's an apologist, close to treason. How (laughs) has he ever said anything about rooting against? America in this situation a lot of people would make the case that keeping us out of a war with the nuclear armed Russia is actually dramatically in favor of America and American national security interests and and so that that's a part of it but I think there's also at a deeper level here Clay uh, the apparatus there's the Fauci covid apparatus there's the national security apparatus they have failed catastrophically obviously to contain Russian aggression For all the talk, think of all the summits, think of all the meetings, all the sit downs with NATO and sitting around in Brussels and sitting around in parts of Europe, European capitals, figuring out how to contain Vladimir Putin, people going on CNN, writing op eds in The New York Times. Here's how we contain Putin. They failed their talks about possibly bringing Ukraine into NATO. That clearly was involved in Putin's, you know, it's not a moral question, it's a reality question. Clearly that was involved in Putin's calculation here at some level. That's just a statement of fact. That's why Zelensky has already said, we probably have to accept we will not be able to join NATO today, he's saying this. And so we can either have big boy and big girl discussions about the realities of what has happened here, or we can allow the people who are supposed to be so smart, Clay, the so-called experts in national security, sitting on the Senate Intelligence Committee, going on CNN, they failed miserably here. We're in the midst of a war. It's quite obvious.
2: Think about how expansive this definition of treason is, too. You're charging someone with treason that they say publicly to the entire country on a nightly show or on a radio show or whatever it might be, we're not talking about some sort of subterfuge, uh, which would be scary in and of itself when the government is investigating a media figure and ends up charging them with treason. But we're talking, I mean, this is such an expansionist and terrifying idea. It should be to anyone who believes in the marketplace of ideas, in the very essence of debate in this country, the idea that you would charge someone with treason For what they are publicly saying to the American uh, audience on a nightly basis or a daily basis represents a radical expansionist idea of what treason is. I mean, think about it, Buck. You worked in intelligence. It's one thing if, hey, we're catching somebody who is working behind the scenes to provide classified information to the Russians, right? That's kind of the essence, I believe, of what many people would believe is treason, spying, something of that essence, Treason being something that you say on a radio show or a television show where everybody can hear your arguments and dissect them and, by the way, ridicule them, agree with them, disagree with them. That's the essence of what democracy is. So for all these Democrats out there who are arguing, oh, our democracy is under siege, trying to arrest and charge someone with a crime who has a different opinion than you do about a major international incident that is going on right now is a fundamental threat to the entirety of our ability to make rational decisions in this country, which, by the way, we failed on the last two years as it pertains to COVID, partly because they didn't want people to be able to argue against lockdowns.
5: That's absolutely true. And the elites right now are creating a a, a narrative of anyone who wants to really push back against further U.S. involvement in a conflict that even a few weeks ago, I think a lot of people would have said, "Well, we definitely don't want to get into that." Yes, is betraying America. Um, you know, I've I've had to go to visit friends in in Walter Reed Hospital. I, I've had to, I've seen what happens when we get involved in conflicts abroad that often, in, in that case, didn't even have a clear strategy as to why we were there. And you sit there and you say. I'm it's it's treason to try to prevent the United States from getting involved in a hot war with the third largest military in the world with thousands of nuclear missiles. That's that's treason. But it's not like they're if they were attacking America, if they, you know, if they were dropping bombs in Los Angeles. Yeah, maybe you could argue it's treason to say, well, let's just let the Russians have their way. I thought we all knew this is not our war, but somehow trying to make sure it doesn't become our war. The elites who couldn't stop this from happening are saying you are betraying the country. It's very dangerous stuff.
2: Not only you're betraying the country, some people are arguing he could be arrested for it. I mean, think about how wild of a precedent that is. Someone who is on um, a clear person who is in the opinion business working at a news outlet is going to be what? Arrested? for what they're saying on broadcast television that everyone can see. It's madness, absolute madness to even argue that. Uh We'll talk about more on this a bit uh, as we move forward. Like we said, great guests coming your way. Mark McDonald, Jesse Kelly, Gordon Chang, all in the next couple of hours. But I want to tell you, a lot of people trying to save money right now. And Pure Talk can help you save money because they've got a lot of satisfied customers out there. These are people who decided they want to save $50 or $60 a month on an individual plan family of a normal size family plan can save $800 a year. That's a good example of money in your pocket that can make a difference. Pure Talk, same 5G nationwide cell phone service you get from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, all on the same network, the same tower, same 5G service. You can sign up today. You can make an easy switch from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile takes 10 minutes to make the switch, and you can get unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. How do you do it? Get your cell phones in your hand right now. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, and you save an additional 50% off your first month. This can save you hundreds of dollars a year for you and your family, and you can switch in less than 10 minutes. Keep your same number and same phone, no major challenges. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, because Pure Talk is simply Smarter. Wireless. welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show we got a loaded next couple of hours headed your way by the way gordon chang china expert is going to be with us in the next hour we're going to talk with our buddy jesse kelly at the top of the third hour and i think you guys are going to love this a psychologist who says the united states has been in the midst of a mass delusional psychosis over covid he is going to join us at 2 30 all of that headed uh your direction but I want to make sure in all the focus that's going on around Russia and Ukraine and the violence that we're seeing there, and even, uh, and we certainly wish the best uh, to the families of the Fox News journalists. Uh, one has been uh, has been killed, a cameraman, another in the hospital there. Uh, we wish the best to those guys. But recognizing that we still have major domestic issues afoot in the United States, which are still not getting necessarily all the attention that they deserve. And in particular, the overall murder rate in this country, Buck, even in 2022, remember the initial argument they made uh, when murder started to skyrocket in 2020 was, oh, this is connected to COVID. This is why the death's happening. Even though if you went and looked at the data, the murder rate skyrocketed, starting with the George Floyd protests, because prior to then, The murders had actually been down because so many people were off the streets, locked up. And the murder rate started in May of 2020 when we demonized police in this country, continued to skyrocket throughout 2021, and unfortunately is still roaring in many different communities out there, including Chicago. Uh, Listen to uh, Cut 18 here of what is going on with the murder rate in chicago inflation goes up today the president's statement blames the putin price hike are you guys just going to start blaming putin for everything until the midterms well we've
4: seen the price of gas go up at least 75 cents since president putin lined up troops on the border of ukraine
2: and last month the statement didn't mention the putin price hike it mentioned inflation because of the pandemic why is that
4: well peter last year Last two years, there was a global pandemic. Global economists have all agreed that that has been the biggest contributor to date of inflation. And the price hikes as a result that have escalated over the course of time of President Putin's further invasion of uh, the impact on the global oil markets are, of course, having an impact.
2: That was our friend Peter Ducey, of course, uh, making uh, the point in the White House press briefing with Jen Psaki that there's basically no logical consistency to the arguments i said the wrong number there let's actually hear chicago violence that's cut 23 although it's always good to hear peter Ducey, uh holding the uh the white house feet to the fire considering almost no one else will do so
4: we got a war right here we ain't got to go over to where they having a war at we having a war right here and every day we getting shot i get so sad of these sirens it is so bad and these polices they working overtime they so scared. I know they are, because I fear for myself.
2: That's what you're seeing, Buck. Uh, there is a lot of talk about Ukraine and Russia, but as that woman said, we've got a war going on in many different American cities on a day-to-day basis. The police are often underarmed and certainly not getting the respect and support that they need from many district attorneys. And whether you're white, black, Asian, or Hispanic, many people in these cities, you were just talking about it off the air in New York City, Like, you can feel a palpable sense of the rise of crime when you're moving around in New York, Chicago, Houston, many L.A., big cities like that.
5: Crime has a momentum to it. When you refuse to prosecute those who are uh, a true danger to society uh, sufficiently, when you let people out, when you get 30 arrests, 50 arrests, 100 arrests, and you're still out on the street, When we're being told that crime is a communal problem, not a choice that individuals make, I'm talking now specifically about violent crime, but also when you look at the abandonment of the enforcement of so-called quality of, of life crimes, top to bottom, a city starts to be a place of disorder and anarchy, and people leave, which makes it worse, by the way, and that is happening in New York. It's happening in other cities across the country. This is because of bad ideas. Bad ideas that come from the progressive left and the people who promote this crap on television and the BLM activists and the abolition of prison folks and all these things that you hear have resulted in a lot of suffering and no upside. The only reason, Clay, we can't turn this around faster is that Democrats don't want to admit that they were wrong and they certainly don't want to admit it in an election year.
2: No doubt. When we come back, Buck, let's dive right into what's going on with people finally getting fed up with COVID insanity. Even on the left wing, you're going to hear some of these cuts and you're going to say, my goodness, maybe sanity will end up winning before all is said and done. That's next. Top of the second hour rolling here.
1: On Play Travis and Buck Sexton on the, the front, front lines, lines of, of truth. Truth.